0: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: It's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. But if you're looking for pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and use LT23 to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order, American-Giant.com, code LT23.
2: Hello, hello, listener. On this one, you can look forward to some left-field pound-for-pound powerhouse suggestions, plus one-to-watch chat, and plenty of discussion around champs, playoffs, and finals, which is very useful, I'm sure, at this point when people might be considering going in there. I'm your host, Ben, and you'll hear that and much more on this week's Foot Weekly podcast, brought to you by our supporters and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast from. Hello and welcome to week two of the Foot Weekly podcast. This is a content podcast and we have on it, as we so often do, Edge Apes, FIFA. Welcome back to the pod as always.
3: Thanks, Ben. Happy to be back talking FIFA 22. Lots of matches, lots of players tried out. So, you know, looking forward to discussing all the fun things that
2: are happening in the world foot. Yeah, certainly a lot to get into. And to do that, we also have with us E-World Cup commentator, Richard Buckley. Welcome.
4: Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, similar to Jake's. Looking forward to chat all things FIFA 22. See where we're at with the uh, with the current game.
2: Yeah, lots to talk about, and that includes playoffs, of course, which I know people are starting to get into. Someone with the best record I've seen in there is our next guest, actually, Matt for trading. Welcome back to the podcast. Good to have you.
1: Thank you very much, Ben. You are indeed correct. I played through the uh, the foot chance playoffs, eight and one. So I got the, the top reward and uh, got the glitched 29 yeah. qualification tokens, which have unfortunately been been uh, explained as a glitch. I was looking forward to not having <laughs> to play the playoffs until, you know, March next year. But uh, unfortunately, that is a glitch. But uh, yeah,
2: excited to talk through the start of Fever 22 with everyone. Yeah, Sounds like you're going to have some good tips for the gameplay pod, that's for sure. On this one, though, we're going to start with, as we so often do, pound for pound powerhouse. And that is where we pick a player that we think offers the best value around at the moment. It can be a player from the market, it can be an objective player, or it could be an SBC. Obviously, at the moment, it's probably going to be off the market, although we have had, or we're going to have the Kamavinga, and we have already had the Shakiri. Does anyone want to make a great case for why you should do Shaqiri? No, no. not really. <laughs> no. There's, it's, it's a horrible SBC to start us off with. Like last year, it was
3: was it Tenali, right? Yeah. And yeah. people were like, all right, like if he gets a couple informs, like this could be a, a monster in the middle, right? And Shakira, you're like, if he gets a couple
2: informs, eh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like we need to persuade anyone to do him considering he's expired now. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it's, it's not very expensive. Um, Maybe relative terms, more expensive for the start of the game. But you know, what are you going to do about it? Anyway, let's get into pound for pound powerhouse. We'll talk about Camavinga when we talk about one to watch. For now, let's, do our best value players around at the moment, and do you want to start us off then, Japes? You've done this many times.
3: I have been heavily using a Syria like backline this year, mm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit. I'm gonna give a double shout out here. One to uh, the right back Di Lorenzo. Okay, just like really solid player, eighty rated, really really solid. But like the the guy that I want to highlight, I. Gosh, it was a couple of weeks back, Ben, where I was like, speculatively, I think this guy might be all right. Lo and behold, packed him untradeable. Barella is insane. Mm. Like insane. And he is, uh, well, he got an informed this week, which I will definitely be picking up. And I'm sure that card is going to be even more insane because at least it's a plus two boost. It's not just like a plus yeah. one boost. But his 84 rated card, I think for a while, you could have picked him up for as little as like 8K, which is a lot at this point mm. but for the stats that you get on that card he's nutter butter he, he's so so good in the midfield and I play him right now alongside Frankie de Jong and oftentimes he just outshadows Frankie de Jong a card that is worth 10x what he's mm. worth so yeah. you know easily links with if you want to do uh what is it Screenar as your left center back and use like Spinazzola as your left back mm. boom perfect links so yeah, easy to get into squads because he's Italian. Plays in the Serie A. Plays for Inter. A lot of great links. Pound for pound, I think you're going to have a hard time telling me there's a better player in the midfield.
2: Yeah, no. I've also been using his base card, and it's it's outstanding. And I was looking at the inform gets 98 interceptions with a shadow on him. So, yeah, uh, it's yeah. just so well rounded. It's crazy. I think the only stat below 70 is like heading accuracy. And oh no, yeah, fantastic card. Totally agree. And. What about you, Richard?
4: So I'm I'm coming back to the Premier League, and um, the player that I'm going to shine a light on is currently about 13,000 coins. Uh, right-sided, it's Riyad Mahrez. Okay. Five-star skills. Obviously, skills aren't super, super important this year, but he's, he's got the, the best trait on the game. That's finesse shot. Down that right-hand side, cutting in on the left foot, and a lot of those finesses that you see go in, people are having to, like, you, you green time it. You don't even have to green time. You don't even have to time finish with Riyad Mahrez. They just fly in. Like, it's so, so consistent. And one of the big things which I actually quite like about this FIFA as well, players with higher dribbling just feel, like, genuinely quicker than... I was talking about it last week with Phil Foden. Mm. The players that seem to have the the much higher dribbling stats just seem to be that little half a second quicker even if they aren't the actual quickest on their stats, I think 91 ball control, 91 dribbling, and 92 agility on Riyad Mahrez, you can then put chem styles on him to improve that as well. He he just he just feels really really solid and an 86 rated player. He might go up when the game comes out, but when it's the global launch, maybe not as well from the Premier League. a Little hard to link. Um, obviously being Algerian, but there's so many good city players to get the the solid green links into him. I think for 13,000 coins is an absolute bargain and yeah, a real top uh, right-sided player, something that we've lacked for a long time in the Premier League.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I have to say when you said talking about it with phil foden last week i thought you were actually talking to phil Foden about it and then i remembered
3: <laughs> <laughs> you were talking you about know how it. good about mares is on ultimate team phil
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair i saw the video of him reacting to his rating and he, he looks he was trying not to make a big deal but he was definitely really happy about the upgrade dad um but yeah really good card and uh definitely agree and uh we move on to Matt. Okay, so we've had
1: we've had midfield, we've had attack. I think we've got to look at some some defenders. And I'm gonna go with another city player here, and it's uh Ruben Diaz. Mm. I think at this stage of the game, there's so many expensive centre backs that are lower rated just because they have pace. You know, we're talking your your LaCroise, your Joe Gomez. And I think some of these these higher rated centre backs with lower pace have been a little bit overlooked. So I'm currently using Ruben Diaz next to Sergio Ramos.
2: So wait, you got you got eight wins, yeah. one loss in the playoffs with yes. Ruben Diaz and Sergio with Ramos. Ruben Diaz and Sergio Ramos. Wow. Yeah, either you're even better than I thought, or uh, maybe pace at centre back isn't well. Isn't such a bad. I thing.
3: think the other question you would ask is uh, who are your attackers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got
1: Timo Werner, Romelu Lukaku, Riyad Mahrez. Okay, uh, I mean, four, so three, three, I was,
3: one. I was like, well, I was like waiting for the Mbappe, Neymar, Messi. <laughs> pl- I've Played a couple of pro players who have that. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be know. super, super fun.
1: We're running a first owner PMRTG this year. So uh, mm. we've just been really lucky with those, those center back pools. But yeah, Ruben Diaz, Sergio Ramos, you know, Ramos has 70 pace. Ruben Diaz, 61 pace. Honestly, I don't feel like it's an issue. I really don't. Mm. I think the high defensive stats, the defensive awareness specifically is, is very, very key. Especially with Ruben Diaz, 90 defensive awareness. I just feel like he's always in the right place at the right time. He's very, very strong. He's got good aggression. He's just, he's always there. And, you know, playing out the back, really good short passing, long passing. I I really, I, I can't understand why so many people are going for these, you know, 40k plus center backs that just have high pace when you've got such good value for you know well under 15k with someone like Ruben Diaz it's it's really quite surprising
3: I want to I want to echo that because I like right now I'm using Koulibaly and Skrnar as my two center backs Skrinar is like 20k I think Koulibaly is in the 30s Skrnar I think is better but I want to give a shout to uh, Matthias the Ligt who's like 4k and is i would say like just as good like a very 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 good player and has like pretty insane physicals to begin with and he's all of 4k
2: yeah we could talk more about pace on the gameplay pods you know both offensively and defensively if you like talking about both those things by choice for pound for pound is actually someone i haven't yet used but i'm sure will he's been dropping in price significantly i think he's probably around 30k by the time you're listening to this maybe even lower it is team of the week to inform Felipe Anderson, Jape. So I know you were a fan mm, of him last year. For sure. Did he get that special little boost? He did, yeah. He's the featured team of the week and went up to an 84 from a 78. And actually, the great thing about him is the 80 interceptions, four star, four star, but with a powerhouse chemistry style, you're looking at really, really quality box to box midfielder, basically. I mean, his stamina is not amazing and maybe not the physically most complete but he does look really, really good in that role and allows a lot of flexibility there. Um, An 88-rated sentiment is impressive. Wait, so
3: Ben, you haven't used him and you're calling him your pound-for-pound pound powerhouse? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, that is allowed, you know. It's within it the rules. It seems like cheating.
2: It I do make the cheating. rules as well, so... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remember, he does have that 60 defensive awareness, though, so...
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be playing him, like, you know, as a fullback or anything like that, but I reckon as a midfield... Well, I think what's uh, hilarious
3: with the, the powerhouse cam that you're talking about, he gets plus 15 on vision, so he has... 98 vision, 94 short passing, and 92 long passing, yeah. mm. which feels just like pretty silly. Yeah. And he's got the like Hopefully Barella has one of the things I love is he's got really high agility and high balance. Mm.
2: And Felipe seems to have that same co- sort of sauce. We'll call yeah, it, yeah, yeah. With the 88 yeah. 90. and actually someone I have used on the Brazilian winger theme is informed Vinicius. There's a bit of a lack of five star skill wingers generally, and. On the left, it's really Neymar, Rashford, and then Vinicius, basically. And he's risen quite a bit. I mean, he's gone from, what, 130 to 180. He's out of packs. This is on Xbox. And obviously, that's meaning that you know, the, the demand is still there, but the supply isn't, and he's going up a bit. May not go up you know, a load more than that, but he might do. And I've been super impressed. I put a marksman on him, tried him also with Deadeye. I think I prefer marksman. I quite like the fact that he can... Get a bit of a physical advantage on some of the fullbacks and even some of the weaker centre-backs because it gives him 76 strength. But I do think 76 short passing is not particularly good, so Deadeye might be an option. The thing I keep seeing is people playing finisher on him and that really wasting a lot of stats in the dribbling stats that he's already good at, whereas Marksman boosts the other ones. I know some people may be put off because he's risen quite a bit, but I, I just think he may well hold value better than a lot of other players too. But one thing I would... Also say on informs is last year, inform fodder, you know, the sort of 80 to 86 even rated players, especially later on in the cycle, tended to do pretty well once they went out of packs and were required for SBCs. You'd imagine we'd see a similar thing this year, although it didn't work the year before last. With Icon SBCs definitely making a return, that's gonna help. That didn't help the year before last. And If you were to look at some of the high rated informs that are near discard in these team of the weeks, the ones that have good links and just use some extra coins to pick them up and put them in your club, it tends to offer a really good return and you don't really have to do much. It's not a very proactive trading method. Think of it as a long-term investment, something that's going to appreciate and isn't going to lose you anything because you can always discard it if you really want to. So yeah, I would recommend doing that we've seen some big fluctuations actually in the informed prices of the players that are a bit higher than discard this week. I mean, quite funny as well because that Jesus is, uh, what, 86 rated? He should be an 85. 83s go to 85 and he went all the way to 86 for some reason. It's kind of I w- random.
4: I was just going to ask you on that. Do you think Do you think that's intentional? Obviously, that's just the route that it's always been, but yeah. they, well, they can control whatever rating they get. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone has an unbelievable performance, like 1-0 yeah. win, Gabriel Jesus scored the winning goal, like, can they... Do you think that's going to become something, or do you think it's just a mistake?
1: I think it's a mistake. You know, you look at last Mm -hmm. week. You know, Jeco got his eighty-three to an eighty-five boost, as you'd expect. I think it might just be a a mistake. And at this point, maybe it's a bit too far gone for EA to change that. It's very difficult for them to lower ratings when they put it out. I (laughs) know. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think at this point, if they say nothing, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing was that they added that splash screen at 4 p.m., not 6 p.m. So between 4 Mm. and 6 p.m., people opened packs thinking that Team of the Week was out, and it wasn't. So they're going to be giving people who packed a Team of the Week player the Team of the Week item, and it's going to have to be the Jesus they advertised on the splash screen. So they're going to be giving those people the 86-rated Jesus, and as a result, they're going to have to give the 86-rated Jesus... Mm. To everyone and that's going to be his team of the week item saves him changing the splash screen as well so yeah there we go anyway i wanted to move us on to talking about ones to watch and i also realize i didn't mention any of our listeners fantastic suggestions for pound for pound we've had loads as we often do and i'll be saving some of them maybe for the next pod but do keep sending them in if you would like to get yours in uh, the first one leads us nicely into one to watch because it is now a player who's confirmed as a one to watch anderson taliska Mac and Marvel saying he's four star, four star, finesse shot tray, outside foot shot tray, rare high and lean body type combined with six foot three frame, base 83 dribbling stats, including 87 agility, has 83 shooting, decent passing, and decent physicals. All of this for discard value. Not the easiest to link, but a green link to Paulinho, who could be a nominee himself. And then we've got Rob, who goes for Informed Tony, got him for 19K, which is a good investment anyway for Team of the Week 1, but he is great in-game using a hunter. It's 95 in both pace category stats, 99 finishing, 93 positioning, 91 agility, along with great physical. Lukaku's 45K more but with 154 less in-games and one extra weak foot. The three-star, three-star, I haven't found enough of an issue to negate the value he provides. A very good suggestion there. Right, let's move on to one to watch. As I said, Taliska, one of those. The one that I'm really interested in, I think, as he's an objective as well, Kamavinga, could be really, really good with a performance-based inform or two.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you've got to think as well, that wins to watch upgrade, um, 5 Wins out of ten in the uh, in La Liga for Real Madrid, you'd hope they'd achieve that. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely think that's a good card. You know, it goes to uh, an eighty-two rated off the bat, so a plus four. You're probably looking at you know mid seventies pace. You're probably getting high seventies, maybe even low eighties on his uh, you know his passing, his dribbling, defending, and his physical. So I definitely think he's a a card that I'd be uh, very very interested in getting in for a. A first owner team uh even for you know uh, just a general a general road to glory or whatever you know he's gonna be a very very good yeah, card yeah.
2: definitely i mean i think the other thing is is one special item to 82 another one to 84 and the next to 86 is kind of the perfect upgrade pathway really for a player and he could be someone people regret i think that's the main thing japes have you got anything to add one to watch wise
3: I, I mean i'll give like a quick shout i think um I didn't know Camavinga was going to be an objective card, which is fantastic. I've played against him a handful of times now, and he is very, very good. I believe he's already scored for Real Madrid this year. So like, I I think the word of caution I would advise people with like ones to watch is if it's a center back card, or oftentimes like a holding midfielder, like you're it's a hope and a prayer that they're going to get an inform. So you know, like oftentimes over the years, we see people go nuts for like a David Alaba card. Maybe he's an exception because he does like to get forward, but people go nuts for that type of center back and they're just not for like they don't have enough chances and opportunities to like really make the card that valuable. Now with the, you know, the chance that if they win enough matches, they'll get an upgrade right away. Maybe that makes it more interesting, Um, but Danielle Mollen from Borussia Dortmund has been getting a lot of minutes. And I think that the Dumfries card, I'm going to just keep beating that Serie a drum probably. <laughs> yeah. But that Dumfries card, I believe he's already got an assist this year for Inter. He's getting a lot of minutes. And Inter is, like, I would say generally, I feel like a squad that's going to score a lot of goals. Mm. And so if he starts to get some upgrades, he could end up as a pretty serious card pretty quickly.
2: Mm. That's a good point, actually. And we saw what he did going forward in the uh, Euros. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's got a chance. Yeah, what about you, Richard? Anything you want to mention before we move on from one touch
4: I think, obviously, you've got the, the two big dogs, CR7 and Messi. But the player who's extinct at the moment, uh, Hakimi, mm. extinct across the board, I think, on both consoles. All the pros are using him at right back in their teams because uh, it's Maquinos and Hakimi. That's like the, the go-to right side at the moment. And... Pretty much guaranteed to be coming out this Friday because he would have got a team of the week if he wouldn't have mm. been the one to watch. I'm like 99% sure. Um, so yeah, he I think he's going to fly. And um, I think pretty much guaranteed to get the uh, plus one as well on his five wins out of 10 for PSG. Yeah, yeah. You could see him at the end of the year, few in forms, probably a team of the season and that one to watch maybe up like a 90 or a 91. Ooh, oh, wow. That's a hard <sighs> take.
3: Yeah very hot can we get odds on that
2: (laughs) good Good it's our betting partner yeah for the odds no i think obviously they don't get upgrades for team of the season we should point that out but yeah attacking fullbacks tend to do fairly well good chance of getting special items on that i think we will take a break hope you enjoy ones to watch and your guaranteed pack is a good one Uh, for now we'll see you in a sec to talk rivals champs and playoffs Hello, listener. Now, one thing I need to mention here, important, is if you are considering becoming a supporter, then now is the best time to do it. Start of the month and also a 24,000 FIFA point giveaway running over on the Patreon for the start of FIFA 22. If that might interest you and you fancy supporting the pod, keeping it going, getting double the podcast content, including an extra podcast every week, which this week will be the Gameplay Pod, then do head over there and check that out. You can find it just by searching Foot Weekly Patron or by going to bit.ly slash podpoints22. That's bit.ly slash podpoints22. If you do head over there and support, then a huge, huge thank you. And for those who already do, a huge thank you for keeping the podcast going. Let's get back into
0: part two. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more so you can get everything you need right away. Stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money, Lowe's knows pros.
2: Hello, welcome back, and this is part two. We're gonna be talking about Foot Champs finals and playoffs, more specifically the playoffs, because I know that's something that people are gonna be thinking about at the moment, whereas finals is about a week away. So the playoffs being the qualification process for the finals, you can enter those, well, actually you will be automatically entered once you earn 1,500 points within rivals. And when you do, you have the opportunity to play for rewards and then also qualification on the top two ranks. Now the second to top rank, so one that gets you qualification, requires either five wins, four losses, or six wins, zero losses. And the interesting thing about that is that if you think about that in weekend league terms, how matchmaking worked last year, that is actually how it's going to work this year too for those who don't know that means that form is going to be a factor so if you win one game you get a form of plus one you're matchmaking people theoretically or also plus one you win another you're going to be on plus two you're match making people who are also on plus two etc and you can also go into negative form as well it says the cap is plus eight and minus eight in the playoffs remember there are only nine games so basically to get qualified for the finals You're going to need a form of plus one across those nine games. So, again, it is very similar in a way to the first nine games of Weekend League. So, if you're someone who can come out with a record of five wins, four losses in the first nine games of Weekend League, then it's going to be similar theoretically. And then it's the same matchmaking system again once you get to the finals, but it resets and the cap is plus 15 and minus 15. So, it will be. Very similar in many ways, but just the weekend league is split, essentially. And there's rewards on the way as well. So even if you're actually not trying to qualify for the finals quite deliberately, it's still worth jumping in there, to be honest. How long do we have to play the playoffs? Well, It's always running, but in terms of the getting into a particular finals weekend league type thing, the 20 games, you can do it actually at any point. I think even during that weekend league, so up to and during.
4: What they've tried doing, you can play the playoffs while people are playing in champs. So like you're avoiding everyone who's playing champs sort of thing. Like if you're really struggling to qualify.
1: Is it is it the general Saturday 7am or whatever it is, whenever it was last year, like the registration cap? Is it basically
2: the same this year? I'm pretty sure 99% that it is anytime during the weekend league and there's no deadline. I think the later A week goes on, the better chance you're going to have because at the moment it's just the most committed, Mm. best players who are getting more points through their higher divisions, and it will get easier. And then once it actually opens, it could be even easier, as you say, because those people will be playing finals instead. Although they may re enter playoffs even on that weekend to qualify for the next week later in the weekend, so watch out for that. But yeah, Japes, you can if you want to for old time's sake do your playoffs. And play your finals Oof. games same weekend.
3: Yeah, I so I haven't really honestly like given it much thought. I'm sitting in. I think my I got my rivals rewards at division mm-hmm. five rank one. Mm-hmm. So I still have. I, f- I mean, I still have a ways to go. I feel like, but I, I think I do have champs qualification now. So honestly, like when I get some free time, I'll probably just pop mm-hmm. in. my My mantra this year has sort of been like, I don't really care if I win or lose. We just like go in there and try whatever it is that I want to try. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think them removing the Record from like the main screen, like Bravo. I feel like for a lot of players, that's very freeing mm. in a sense, where it's not—it's something that's just like thrown in
2: your face all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Actually, yeah, it does seem to take the pressure off losing a bit in a way. Yeah, like, I it, just don't care. if You're I not being rivals. reminded. <laughs> yeah, I just don't yeah. care.
3: Like I, I, I've had some, you know, I feel my game this year actually, I think is like pretty all right. I've had some good results. I played the guy that finished number four in NA last year and brought him to a 1-1 draw and now I will caveat that with he definitely had more expected goals than I did but still took my chance and uh, played you know Ben I shot you a message before a guy that's like pretty consistently finishing in like the top 500 players so I like I feel more relaxed I suppose playing this year so I think I'll probably just roll into champs if I have some time. Uh, I probably won't have time until next Monday, but just roll in there and see what happens, right? Like uh, what's, what's the downside this year? You sort of just like play and you get some rewards and that's great. I think everybody's sort of just figuring it out and feeling it out at this point. I don't really have a strategy.
2: Well, I guess the downside would be if you don't manage to get the five wins, four losses or the six wins, three losses, then you will use up a rival's entry. But I have to say, I think if you're going to use a rival's entry, this is probably a good time because... You've got a good amount of time to build up the rivals' points and also you'll use up your rivals' points entering the playoffs, but you will also gain a fair few, I imagine, over the course of this week. You get some on Thursday if you're playing rivals two, and this week of all weeks, you know, you've got the time potentially with this weekend as well to grind out those points where other weeks you may not. So I think using that extra entry would make sense. People also may want to play playoffs this weekend with probably quite a few people now getting in there becoming a bit safer to to try and also the rewards are are decent they're right actually matt you hit the top rank so what did you get in there because i guess some people may be going that up and the reward just below that isn't bad either
1: yeah so it was rank one i believe i got a 35k two rare gold packs and a jumbo gold pack so okay yeah, yeah. again 35 k mega pack yeah exactly yeah. for you know you're yeah. getting what about well, probably 100 Ks worth of packs for you know 9 mm. games it's not very bad at all and yeah. I, I would say you know I was I think I was division 5 rank 1 the so same as you Japes when I went in and got qualified 8 and 1 got my rewards I'm very very happy
2: yeah it, it probably is worth pointing out though that obviously Matt is what got elite 2 quite frequently elite 1 even so strong player. I myself get elite here and there, but wouldn't call myself necessarily a consistent elite player. And I went into the playoffs thinking, ah, yeah, you know, I'll have a go at it. Did it slightly later than yourself and thought I'll have a go. I can probably earn the rivals points again and use it up another token if I, you know, need to. I'll do it for the science, for the pod. Hmm. And I think one of the things that I noticed was that form system where the first few games Felt more comfortable as I was building up plus one, plus two, plus three. In the fourth game, I was 2-0 up and uh, I think got a little bit cocky. I ended up losing 3-2. Bear in mind, using a team with Ibrahimovic and uh, a few others, uh, Vinicius being the the most expensive player by a long way. And Anyway, ended up winning the fifth and sixth game to qualify. But the point being, the form system is clearly there and you will face tougher opponents as you go. To get that plus one form over the course of the playoffs, it's going to be, should be relatively comfortable anyway for people gold one and above. But if you're below that, then it could be a bit of a struggle, but you should be able to get there. And then below that is going to be challenging. So just that is worth bearing in mind. And actually, Cordless Hawk was asking, well, what should we be doing gameplay-wise to get better rewards? Because rivals' rewards aren't quite what they were. And while I see his point here, they're not quite as good there is a strong argument to say that they're better because the relative element of the rewards where you're competing with others to get the rank isn't there so you don't go to bed and then find out your rank has has slipped away and the point is that most people will be able to get into this playoff system and earn rewards through that so that's going to be a good avenue for people the rank two rewards which you know as i said you need that plus one form are pretty all right as well not quite as good as the rank one but still decent so yeah, Richard, how how have you found it? We'll, we'll complete a full sweep and ask you to.
4: Two parts. Um, I think, firstly, I like the rivals, you, I think, just across the board. like in, in previous years, it was almost you were not encouraged, but there was incentive to stick at a division. Whereas now, mm. like the higher that you play, the more that you play the game, the more rewarded you get, which I like. I had a very different experience in the playoffs uh, to Matt, unfortunately. I played last night my playoff games um to get into champs and i first five games or four and one i was like this is easy like i'm cruising and then i just i just stepped into the lions then and i matched somebody who finished i think 218th last season in the global series just got ruined and then the game after that um i matched 94 r nine <laughs> which is a lovely experience <laughs> and again, got ruined. So at this point, I'm four and three. I'm like, I'm not even gonna qualify. I'm gonna have to play 1,500 points with arrivals again. I managed to win the next game that put me on five and three. So I got my 24 points and got to rank two. And then in the last game, I just the my opponent like, he actually messaged me before the game started and were like, you might not know it on PS5, you can actually see who you're playing before the game starts now. So tip for anybody if you want wanting to snipe players, you can do that. Oh um, good! Or so avoid good players. players <laughs> yeah. yeah, or avoid good players. Like it's on PS5. I don't. Is that I don't just think in it's chance or is that in across the board yeah. on rivals and everything? I haven't even Ooh. noticed.
2: That's gonna be getting a patch, isn't it?
4: It's actually through the PlayStation Five itself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hmm. yeah. It tells you who you're playing in your current activity, basically. Hmm. So right, okay. the final game, he messaged me and were like, "Hey bro, I need the win. Can I win? Uh, can you let me have it?" I was like, "You know what? I've already qualified." Yeah. And I think a lot yeah. of people are going to do that because mm. you don't have to stop at five and zero. Oh. You can play your last four, and if people need wins, you can let them have wins. So I was like, you know what? i you can take it. Like I'm already qualified. In fact,
1: it's funny you say that. Actually, now I think back, I think one
2: guy did actually give me a win. So not really eight and one. Then Matt fraud trading it. Eh?
0: <laughs> I think that's going
4: to happen a lot. I think people are going to like. Yeah. I think not a lot, but I think people will give wins out. Mm. Um, but yeah, across the board. It was stressful for me when I was playing, but I did play at a bad time. I played last night at like 11 p.m. So it's like,
2: yeah, Yeah. I can't stress enough. If you can't earn the rivals points again, then wait uh, until the last minute, because later most committed players are going to have already qualified and it should theoretically uh, be easier if you can play during the weekend. Just don't wait so long that people are coming back in having earned those points that allow them to re-qualify through weekend league. Into the playoffs and they play playoffs again to get quick rewards. Watch out for that. Uh, the other thing is that I've heard on good authority that a quit out still gets you the point for a loss in playoffs. Now, that does make things quite interesting in terms of weekend league finals and playoffs, but particularly finals, especially when for some of the rewards you literally can get them getting 20 losses, so 20 points. And there's one that's the gold two equivalent to last year, theoretically. And that's only four wins, 16 losses.
1: I think if people do get the plus one for the rage quit, I think you're going to have a lot of people just scoring an own goal. Uh, well, I hope so. <laughs> and then quitting out in champs, especially seeing as you only need to really get, you know, I think it's what, zero, four, eight, twelve, 12, and then 16 wins for the various ranks. So I think once people hit that and they just need the losses, I mm. think the, 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 Common sense would be that it would uh, mean people would would quit out and, and give you wins but we'll have to wait and see how that works. Hopefully that's the case because yeah. you know, we hopefully get a few nice wins around those ranks this year and uh, a few people getting some higher rewards because
2: of it. Yeah, we should make a plea now. The listeners, I'm sure, don't need to hear this. They're good people. But, you know, if you are going to be in that situation where a quit out would be beneficial, please give your opponent the win. It's just a polite thing to do. Don't waste their time. And it doesn't take you really any time at all. So, yeah. Uh, Are we ready to move on
4: from this? One final thing. Yeah. I think you can. I did see it when I was playing the playoffs. You can also just stop. So, like, I think it's end. Yeah, you're right. You press triangle and it's like end playoffs or end whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. And um, you'll just take the rewards, whatever you've finished on. So 5-0, and oh, you don't want to play anymore. You can just stop it.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's not the case for the finals. You have to play all your matches, or I guess quit out of them maybe instead, to get those rewards, which is another reason why you probably will see people quitting, I guess, um, especially if it does give you a point, as we've been saying. One thing I think that that maybe will make up for is the fact that a lot of the frustration I've seen and we'll talk more about the finals of champs next week because there's still plenty of time before that the podcast is going to be out earlier next week but I know a lot of people are concerned about the number of losses they're going to take the rewards will still be good I mean you lose 20 games all 20 and you're still getting decent rewards but it's just that frustration of losing so many games that is going to be hard for people but maybe on the flip side being able to just quit out and move on is something that will make people feel better about that. I don't know.
4: The final, final thing on people worrying about the win-loss record, it's only really, like, across a lot of other games, League and when you play, like, high tier, like, just any other real eSport title, Mm. whenever you get to, like, the top tiers, like Platinum or Diamond, nobody's got a positive kill-death ratio. No one's got a positive win-loss ratio, really. Like, because every single game, you should be playing against someone, like, you should be trading win for loss every game. Mm -hmm. So, don't get disheartened if you are getting into like division two, division one, and you're winning three, losing two, winning one, losing one. Like that should almost happen.
3: I mean, you should, I, you could argue that that should happen wherever you hit your like plateau. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like once you, once you reach your like peak level, you should win one, lose one, draw one probably. Mm. Mm. So, your options then are either improve or you know recognize that like hey you're going to have a competitive game of fifa anytime that you log in yeah
2: and i think a lot of people imagine though that that's going to be the only thing that you'll get in foot but that isn't quite the case it used to be a much bigger factor didn't it you think about divisions before that we had people used to start from the bottom again just to noob stomp and it was such an important part of the foot ecosystem daily
3: knockout is really yeah, yeah
2: exactly daily knockout as well Whereas now I think people think that it's going to be continuous competitive play in rivals and in the finals, but actually playoffs for those players who had an easier first 10 games and enjoyed those first 10 games of weekend league, playoffs is going to be similar, if not maybe even easier than that. And then the season reset, everyone moves backwards and that is going to provide some level of shake up which might make certain games a bit easier but the lesser players or people who aren't quite so good will be quite used to playing players on their level because that's how the structures worked for quite a while now i would say the one thing that i'm not sure about and we'll have to see how it pans out is the checkpoint system in some ways i think it's great because you can experiment Mm. you can make those changes to your team without being concerned about slipping backwards but people are going to just face the same quality of opponent constantly and that can be quite tough you're not going back down but i think as time goes on because there are more players moving up the divisions you will see it start to balance out in terms of ability and it will be beneficial to those who feel like they may have got stuck higher up than they wanted to be if you like i think matt It'd be interesting to hear from you just going into the afternoon of Want to Watch, the evening, and then the course the rest of that week. Remember, we have that mini-release as well of Want to Watch players on the Sunday. What are your thoughts on what the market might be doing over that period, which people might be listening to it during and then beyond into the next week?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a question everyone's asking and wants the answer for. Uh, In my opinion, I think there's a lot of room for for downward movement on some of these, these meta cards. I think there's going to be people coming on the game, loading up a lot of FIFA points potentially. I also think with ones to watch, it's our first big promo of the year. You've got potential for a lot of big packs to be dropped uh, at the start of the year. Uh, so there could be some potential panic before that with people thinking that there's going to be a lot of a lot of packs open, a lot of supply onto the market. So there could be room for some, some downtrends in the meta players that a lot of people have in their squads uh, just because there might be a lot of panic selling Um, but at some point the market should really start to rise up over this next week because packs for one to watch they'll be getting coins with fut champs next week people are going to be putting those coins into teams so at some point you'll see these you know higher level meta players sort of above the i'd say above the the 50k range is a good sort of starting point But, you know, those, you know, those 100k plus players, I think, are going to be really, really, really in demand come this time next week. Mm. So, you know, your Rashford's, your Brunos, De Jongs, Goretzkas, all those kinds of players, I think, will do well over the coming week as people start to make their FUT Champs teams. Um, In terms of investments, I think out of packs, one to watch players are obviously a really good look. Mm. But yeah, I think on the whole, a little dip over the coming days as people get onto the game, rip packs you know one to watch supply one to watch panic could uh trend things down but mm-hmm. going forward into next week i think you'll really see those top level players rise as their as people start to make their big fut champs teams
2: yeah and i think it's fair to say just before we wrap up that one of the reasons why the market's been so panicked around one to watch i think is because of preview packs people suspect that there'll be promo preview packs and that's really going to have a big impact on those prices The one thing that is quite interesting in terms of preview packs, we talked a lot about this with Nate for Accountant last week, and people should check that out if they haven't already. Uh, Plenty of gameplay tips in there too, not just uh, content discussion on that one. The thing we saw was a high supply of rare golds. And actually, I was looking at it, and there are maybe 30% less rare golds this year than there were last year. So inevitably there is just going to be more supply of those more desirable rare golds, unless they've skewed the pack weight to ensure that it's just duds that come out. But I don't know, that feels unlikely to me. I think there must be some reason for them uh, doing that. Um, But I think on that, we're probably ready to wrap up. We're going to go do the gameplay podcast, which will be the support episode this week, and uh, you can get that. If you're a supporter, it'll be out very soon. If you're not a supporter, it's probably out already and you can go over become a supporter. No better time than at the very start of the month to do that. It's just three pounds a month. You get double the podcast content, two episodes made possible by those supporters. And also there's a 24,000 FIFA point giveaway. So you can enter that, support the pod over at bit.ly slash pod points 22. So that's bit.ly slash pod points 22 or just Google patron foot weekly. Right, well, that does wrap us up, as I said. So thank you very much, James, for coming along to this content pod. Yeah, pleasure as always is all mine. Yeah, great to have you. And you can follow Japes at uh, Japes, of course. And Matt, we have had the pleasure of you a few times over the last few weeks, which has been great. Where can people catch more of you? I know you're streaming quite a bit at the moment. Uh,
1: yes, thank you very much, Ben. Uh, pleasure as always to be on the pod. And uh, yeah, as you say, I am streaming over on twitch.tv slash trading pretty much every evening at the moment uh, around that sort of 7pm mark after 6pm content. Um, we might throw a few earlier streams in there as well. And you can keep up to date with all of that over on my Twitter as well, which is just Matt trading as well.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for coming on, Matt. And from one regular Twitch streamer to another, or soon to be regular, I know, Richard, your streams are returning to Twitch.
4: They are indeed, yes. Uh, All social media at rbuckley98 and also back from the 5th of October, all being well, uh, back on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash rbuckley98.
2: Great, yeah. And if you heard any of these guests on the pod, headed over, said hi, then do mention you came from the pod. Always nice. And if you have a Twitch sub, then... Drop them on them, um, and I'm sure they'll like that. So, great. Well, let's wrap up this podcast. Thank you very much to all your listeners for joining us, to those supporters keeping the podcast going, and to those icon patrons Dave B, DJ FIFA player, Coach Fass, Hugh J, Thomas, Alan G, Alistair, Martin M, Jordan, Matt L, Chris W, Dougie, David S, Liam B, B Reese A, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, Jake G. Robbie S, Jake S, Damon H, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Silo P, Mikau L, Andrew C, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, At Pace of a Tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Phobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance.
0: At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add.
2: FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs, than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to the calmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time.